0: Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast that's more color commentary than play-by-play. Each week, we dig into Raw, SmackDown, recent pay-per-views, and wrestling news, plus all the random stuff we can't wait to talk about with each other and with you. I am Abigail. I am here with the world's greatest co-host, Jillian, and uh, we're ready to rumble. Is that correct? I am so excited for this (laughs) week's episode. I'm
1: just like, it's... (laughs) I told you earlier, it's been keeping me going through the week, so I am so ready.
0: Seriously, I think like this has sort of been a highlight on par with the holidays for me. Yes. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to dive right in. We're going to smack it down. We're not going to waste a minute. Let's do it. So this week, we're going to break Smackdown down a little differently than we normally would. We're going to take things out of order um we want to open up the show as we so commonly do with the bloodline um i think it is fair to say that this was a tremendous week in a bloodline history (laughs) (laughs) so much happened between smackdown and raw for sure like when we look back on this period of time in the future the bloodline is really going to define it so um smackdown kicks off with their arrival and they always arrive in style Mm -hmm. um and then everybody is like you know happy to see each other things are good roman is not happy what did you think when he didn't fist bump sammy i was
1: so honestly i was kind of confused (laughs) only because i feel like um things had ended i mean like the whole reason that i'm trying to say the whole reason like sammy was kind of upset with roman or Mm -hmm. upset that the usos showed up at his match it just seems like weird that reigns would then be like well i'm not gonna fist bump you because you're (laughs) upset about that because we don't really learn until later why sammy was really upset with
0: roman so it's like i don't know
1: why roman would give a crap
0: So I think it also bears mentioning that we went in to this week expecting something different than we got. Now, that doesn't happen on SmackDown. But as we transition into Raw, like, the bloodline is the level of flux that I was not prepared to deal with.
1: It was high drama, and I really loved every second of it. So I was just like, I remember thinking at one point, I was like, this is really stellar storytelling, everybody. Good (laughs) job. Like I'm I am really proud of
0: you guys and I'm going to take back a few of the shitty things I said. I have bought in. Yeah. So we start with this kind of you know this cold beginning mm-hmm. for Roman and Sammy. And you know as the night proceeds there's a lot of backstage drama. A lot of things are happening backstage and the next time we see them Sammy is trying to talk to Roman and Roman's interrogation of Sammy upset me so deeply. He's so dramatic and yes. so,
1: like, he's such a big baby. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, I I found it, like, really weird that he was, like, that he that sammy is saying like i just want to know what's going on so i can right. be prepared and roman's like do i have to
0: pass everything through you <laughs> he was such a d-bag so i am hanging on to my theory that roman reigns right now is a great portrayal of an abusive boyfriend like sammy gets upset with him for very good reasons and he's not just upset with him right like when last we saw Sammy and his feelings for the Bloodline, he was like, "Hey guys, you said something was gonna happen, and then it didn't happen, and then uh, something not so chill happened." I'm just a little confused, but he handled right. it like a pro. Exactly. And Roman is like, oh, "I'm sorry, Do you have a feeling. Do you think you got to have a feeling, Sammy? No, that's not Only what we. Me. The Bloodline's not feelings. But meanwhile, I'm gonna have all the feelings." <laughs> When he says acknowledge me, what he means is acknowledge that I am the only one who gets to have feelings. Yeah. Uh, like when he t- when he said to
1: Sammy, why don't you go find your own bloodline? I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, is this happening? Like, I was seriously just like, wait, wait, are they breaking up? Is everything breaking up? Is Sammy <laughs> out? What's happening? Like, I was like, this escalated really quickly.
0: Like, is KO going to be waiting outside this locker room and he's going to put his arm around Sammy and be like, come on, champ. Let's go get ice cream. I know. Oh,
1: I would love that. That would have been
0: great. That would have been a superior ending, even though this was really, really good. (laughs) It really was. (laughs) What kind of ice cream do you think they would each get if they went for ice cream? One of them would get Rocky Road. I
1: feel like that's just like such a classic.
0: I was going to say Rocky Road.
1: Maybe a mint chip.
0: Yeah, I feel like Sammy would get Rocky Road and KO would make fun of him because it's like, you know, an old person ice cream. Like maybe it it is an old person ice cream. The old people ice creams are the best ice creams. Old people know what they're talking about. I don't like old people ice cream. Oh, no butter pecan, no people waffle. Oh no, I don't like nuts in my ice cream. Do you sincerely like mint chocolate chip? Um
1: I like mint, like I like peppermint ice cream better. Um I will eat mint chocolate chip, but chocolate chip ice cream in general kind of bugs me because it gets in my teeth and I don't like it.
2: I don't like, but I'll eat it.
0: I will choose that over butter pecan because I don't like nuts in my ice cream. It's a mint chocolate chip is snot and scabs, and I want you to keep that in mind from now on. What are you talking about? It's green and it has chunks in it. It's snot and scabs. (gasps) I
1: (laughs) I just like chocolate ice cream.
0: (laughs) Chocolate is a fine choice, and it's a compromise choice that brings the caucus together. It is not a compromise choice. No, I mean like it's something we can compromise on. Oh, I thought you meant like. People who can't make a decision choose chocolate ice cream. Look at you being the Roman Reigns of ice cream right now. (laughs) Wow. I'm allowed to choose an ice cream. I really regret introducing this topic to the chat. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Roman continues to not be the nicest Mm -hmm. backstage. um, And Paul Heyman gets right on the bandwagon. Paul Heyman. (laughs) What a betraying a-hole. He
1: turned on Sammy
0: so fast. like So quickly.
1: I just, so in all of this, and like, I know we'll talk about it more with Rob, but like in all of this, I feel like nothing is happening to Paul Heyman and something absolutely needs to happen to Paul Heyman because he is such a shitster and he's like giving terrible advice. Like he's supposed to be giving all the good advice and he's being a total a-hole. Like, is he trying to take over the bloodline?
0: Maybe. Ooh, wouldn't that be interesting? That would be like, he's like, I see this as a managerial position (laughs) and I'm the right man. Like, I was just like, Paul, you love Shmuley. You love him. You said you loved him.
1: Yeah, he lied. He's a liar. He He also,
0: he was trying. So when Roman is like, I think we just kick him out, blah, blah, blah. Paul Heyman gives him the single worst metaphor to help him make a good decision. When he talks about, do you want him? peeing out of the castle it was so weird or peeing into the castle and i'm like okay so combat is not mostly peeing (laughs) that's not no i
1: mean it's kind of easily cleaned up i don't know right
0: like i feel like if you're in the thick of things and it's really the heat of battle a little pee in the castle is not
1: (laughs) it's like that's the least of your worries really it's like
0: You know, the drawbridge is awash in blood and the limbs of our enemies, but there's also a little puddle of pee on floor two, and we really need to worry about that. (laughs) So, I guess, like, Paul Heyman, work on your loyalty and also work on your metaphors going into next week? Also, like, he's, like, saying, like,
1: we don't really want an enemy right now, right? It's like... You have nothing but enemies, guys. Like, (laughs) I don't know that you you. really need to worry about Sammy and all of this. Like, the guy who seems to be super duper loyal. Why are we, like, Sammy's going to bring down the bloodline. Yeah, that's what's going to bring the bloodline down.
0: Yeah, I don't. It feels like this just got so heated and so intense over Sammy having any iota of identity or feelings. Anything Mm -hmm. that's not 100% bloodline and nothing else. Yeah. But I guess Um, that's kind of
1: how it's been, right? I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Anytime like the Usos have shown any kind of like quote unquote questioning or emotions, like Roman's bitten their asses in half, so.
0: Right. I mean, like we have seen him come down on them. I feel like Jimmy escapes his wrath because Jimmy is a little happy-go-lucky. You know, he's like, whatever, whatever. He kind of like lays low. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's just like, this is not. I have a beautiful wife. I have a family. This is my nine to five. Fuck this yeah i don't need to invest the emotion in this and solo is like a, a true believer i think yeah i really and we'll get more into this later and we talk about Ra. but like i was starting to question like his bloodline salutes were very unenthusiastic i
1: remember yeah
0: he always has that shitty look on his face i was like maybe he's not into this maybe he's going to erode them no he's a true believer
1: maybe he just doesn't like all the ceremony and he's just like ugh,
2: it's boring i want to be killing
1: Exactly. <laughs> like
0: all this thumb wrapping
1: is starting to hurt. Can we please do something so I can spike somebody?
0: It's like I don't think you guys appreciate that I spend thirty seven dollars on tape every night. I spend two hours wrapping myself in it for like a thirty second
2: segment where I just watch you talk. And I test it like seven times so it's safe. Locked, loaded, ready to thumb. I'm not gonna hurt myself, guys. Let's do this. <laughs>
0: I have to accept, though, that I really love Solo Sokoa, so, like, I'm I'm not going to come down on him for any of this. If he believes in the bloodline, he believes in the bloodline. I understand. So, finally, you know, Sammy gets, I guess, some relief or some satisfaction. Mm -hmm. They come together again, and Roman is in a forgiving mood. Yeah. But it's still a trap it's always a trap it's always a trap like and when he's talking about how he like he gives them all this love and respect and loyalty and i assume some hustle because those are the basics of thugonomics per john cena but like you know he gives them all this stuff it's like you don't give them any of this You, you don't give them anything except you
1: well and he's like we you know sammy you and i are just we think so much alike we, we think the same way and i'm like that's the trappiest trap that ever trapped like yeah like if sammy sammy's screwed either way like if he says like no they don't think anything alike then he's
0: like oh well, what you don't think i'm right and then if he does think say they think like oh what you trying to be me <laughs> like, it is a hundred percent a baby why do you make me so mad yes why discussion. do you make me do this right it's like you can't win there's no right answer and I don't know about you, but having grown up as a bullied kid in the 80s and 90s, when he was being nice to him, it made me feel so icky, mm-hmm. like the popular kids pretending to be friendly with the nerdy kid in a movie. Especially after like
1: the sort of behind the scenes betrayal by Paul Heyman. Like, yes! Once you know for sure that Paul Heyman's not on his side... Mm -hmm. It's like extra icky because you're like, oh, this is all extra conspiracy and gross. It's yeah, it's totally like invite the dorky kid over so that you can humiliate them in front
0: of all the cool kids. Right. Absolutely. He was like two seconds away from pushing Sammy over. So he sat in a tray of SpaghettiOs or something.
1: Oh, I've been so sad.
0: I know. I don't want that for him. I feel like, though, I'm usually not one to praise wrestlers acting ability because it's usually not very good. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. but I feel like Roman Reigns has been doing a great job of playing this sort of like really fake, really cold, really able to like turn on a dime character. He
1: he really has. I'm kind of proud of him. So I I feel like when I was watching wrestling before, I I don't remember Roman being like much of a real big talker. I don't remember tons of promos. I just kind of like either blocked it or I never really saw it. So. I think he's been doing a really good job. It's He's definitely making me dislike
0: him, which is the whole point. Absolutely. I, I feel like he's playing a really dynamic heel character right now that I would not have previously have thought like, oh, yeah, Roman Reigns is going to do that with a aplomb. Yeah. So all of this is to bring us to the um, climax of the evening when we have the Roman Reigns Kevin Owens, contract signing. Yes. A big moment. It is a big moment. There was also during this moment a really great sign in the audience. I don't know if you saw it. Ooh, what was it? It said, my mom likes Roman Reigns more than me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that, but that is very delightful and probably true. Oh, I laughed so hard. Moms like Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah, he seems like mom tested kid approved for sure
1: i feel like this was like a you know classic contract signing where it's like you know something's gonna get broken because it's a contract i find contract signings hilarious like i just the whole concept of them is just ridiculous and it cracks me up um but you know ko comes in with his momentum which you say is always kind of a killer diller Well, it's
0: dangerous if you have too much momentum going to the pay-per-view. I feel like if we looked back at the stats, they would say that that was not a winning move. Maybe we need to have like a, a
1: WWE statistician. Yeah. We could just ask them like ridiculous questions about statistics, like momentum questions and, you know, like people wearing hats winning the Rumble or something like that.
0: We need a friend who's good at math. I might know somebody like that. It's certainly not me. No, I don't know anybody like that. I mean, most of my friends are completely incompetent, even with a calculator. So this is on you. (laughs) Oh, no. I feel like you can do it. You know a wide base of interesting people. But I think the one thing saving KO right now is this happened. It wasn't his last appearance before the event. Yeah. Yeah. Which certainly, I mean, was also a pretty dominant showing from him as well, but under a very different context.
1: Well, and we still could see one more time because SmackDown will still happen
0: before the Rumble. (laughs) So there's still time. So he's still got another two-hour show to kind of reverse his fate. Yeah. And I believe in KO.
1: I mean, I think he really, like, kicked kicked some ass when he came in. Like, he just came in like a little tornado and, you know... Sammy wasn't anywhere to be seen, but everybody's like, Where's Sammy? Sammy came too late. It's like, Sammy was off doing what you told Sammy to do, (laughs) which I definitely expect this to come back and like bite him in the ass. Like, you know, he told Sammy to like go get the chopper ready, like gas up the airplane or whatever the fuck he said. So it's like, he was off doing what he was supposed to be doing, but I'm sure Roman's going to expect him to have been in two places at once.
0: Yeah, I feel like. It felt very unfair because it's like you told Sammy to gas up the jet, order the pizzas, make the hotel reservations, reserve the rental car, call your wife and let her know what time you'll be getting into town, schedule floral arrangements for everyone's moms, and buy tickets for a basketball game. Like there was too much happening for Sammy to do in that small amount of time. And it's like, why isn't he out here doing the thing? It's like because he's on the phone. Because he's picking up the dry cleaning and walking the dogs. Yeah.
1: And watering has, the
0: lawn. He's got an iPad on his lap. He's got a phone to his ear. And he is also doing like some sort of home project with one hand that is free. He's and got you too don't much going on.
1: Any money for him to have an assistant.
0: No. Like I, I think it's bad practice to just draft one of your fighting dudes as your personal <laughs> assistant. It doesn't work. Then maybe if anybody it should be solo because he's the most junior of the associates in the bloodline
2: that's
1: true I do imagine Sammy is a hell of a PA
0: I bet he is too because I bet he's enthusiastic about it you know yeah
1: he's always excited to help
0: he exceeds like you ask him to book the tickets he's gonna get you first class you ask him to order dinner he's gonna make sure everyone has their favorite drinks and apps like he's just Mm -hmm. gonna every little detail also why can't Paul Heyman handle some of these tasks he's always using Siri anyway
1: I I still find the Paul Heyman angle so fascinating because it's like he's the wise man, right? He's the advisor. But it's like, is he supposed to be part of the bloodline? Because he's like unquestionably, quote unquote, part of the bloodline. But it's like he's also not part of the bloodline. But yet it's like, like, I just want to know where this like authority comes from that he has and like why roman reigns is like granting him all this authority and all this power it makes me think of the worm tongue situation from lord of the rings i know you know the characters better than i do but it totally like he's like worm tongue talking in the ear of the king of gondor rohan rohan yep (laughs) like it has that vibe
0: I wish everyone could have seen my excitement while we were going through this. I'm like, I know it. I know it. I'm a big fucking nerd and I know it. I'm proud of
1: you. I'm glad you know that because I always have to ask you to
0: remind me. But yeah, I I mean, I feel like he's like the bloodlines lawyer or something. I too am a little confused about how he fits into the greater scheme of things. But I guess like Roman worked real hard to win him from Brock Lesnar in a fight. So now he's got to utilize him somehow. Yeah, that must be it. It's very
1: strange, like a custody battle. Well, you're here with me now. I guess I got to
0: make the best of it. So coming out of this, do you have any final thoughts on this contract signing or the bloodline on Friday? Because, I mean, we are going to get right back into the bloodline once it's Monday.
1: No, just, you know, Roman's up to his old same old bullshit.
0: And things are definitely going to keep intensifying on that front. Yes. I think.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: He's unraveling a little yes he is the bonkers continues so speaking of things that are not quite as bonkers i think this was less bonkers we also had this tag team contenders tournament happening all throughout smackdown yes so that's another thing we're going to group together a little bit here um i thought this was kind of fun yeah i like this concept i like the thread running through the night Mm-hmm.
1: I I think I feel like they've been doing a lot of tournament type things on SmackDown, and I've really been enjoying it. Like they had the World Cup tournament, and they had this tournament. I think they had they had another one somewhere in between. I really like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really good, and I think you get to see some matches that you might not see otherwise. So it's mm-hmm. kind of nice. Like you have the things that are continuing the storyline, but also these one offs are like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. So we got things started. Um, It was suddenly fight night. And we had Seamus and Drew McIntyre, the banger bros, Mm. as they prefer to be called. And I know you prefer not to call them. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) And the Viking Raiders with the queen of Deerheads, Valhalla. Yes. So um, tell me
1: your thoughts about this. So like I had a thought like when Drew comes out. I realize, like, his kilt is, I think, leather, which is interesting to me. So, like, yeah. I assume that was a thing back in ye old times. But every time he, like, you know he has his sword, and every time he, like, thrusts his arm up into the air with his sword, I, I don't know why, but every single time I expect him to just, like, launch it into the air. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, throwing the sword up into space. Like, I don't know, every single time, like, what if he loses control of that arm? I don't know, it just... I think of that every time, but, um, overall, I mean, I thought the match was good. It was really like, looked like a very kind of exhausting match. Like, Mm -hmm. Shamo looked like he was really tired (laughs) by the end. He was spent, yeah. Um, I have to say that I've decided that Valhalla's hair kind of troubles me a little bit.
0: Ooh, tell me more.
1: Well, it looks like she has locks. Yeah, I think she does. I and think I she don't think she time. should have those locks. I agree with you. Um, I think she's had hair like that for like a long time, but I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. like I see them and I just feel a little uneasy. But yeah. um, she took off the antlers at one point, so there was not going to be any goring. Very sad. Very, very sad. I know I was really hoping that our discussion last week might have made its way to her ears and she would have really considered goring some people. But um,
0: yeah, those were my initial thoughts. It's possible that I need to be more specific about who I want dad to share my letters with. He may not inherently know. He should, but yeah, maybe you could. Right, like if he's reading them, he should understand, but.
1: He's I'd be play. happy to try and draw like diagrams or illustrations, even though I have no artistic talent. That would be so great. Stick figures. I could draw a little stick with um, some antlers and a kilt and mm-hmm. I don't know how to draw Seamus. Just like lines to indicate glowing light. <laughs> like, how do I draw the whitest person ever? A walking jar of mayonnaise with light radiating
0: <laughs> out of it. Seamus, I don't mean it. I love you. He has holy energy. Um, my husband, Wade Barrett had, not my real husband, had a really great line during this one. He said, flesh and bone is going to be the ultimate loser in this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's poetic AF. What is, I mean, I guess I could guess what that means, but. I mean, you know, I think he just means it's, there's going to be a lot of carnage. Pain Uh, fest. No matter who wins, the human body will take some serious losses. Did you, was the outcome of this a surprise to you? No. No, me either. It wasn't. Um, It, it feels like the banger bros are going to be banging their way somewhere for the foreseeable future.
1: <laughs> banging their way through SmackDown?
0: Banging their way to the top, which has a very different connotation <laughs> in this context. Yet it's funnier. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like, I know you didn't use, like, you weren't immediately in love with the Viking Raiders. Are they growing on you, or are you feeling kind of still like, meh, they're good, but I'm not in love. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. I don't
1: have any strong like yay feelings or nay feelings about them. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch them than Hit Row or Maximum Male Models. Fair. <laughs> um, but they don't. They're not exciting to me, and I yeah. think like it's mostly because they're just kind of like big smashy dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and I've never been into big, smashy dudes
0: that much. No, I get that. What about you? No, I mean, I like them, but I'm not sad when they lose. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm happy to see you, but I'm happy to see you go, too. Either way's fine. I mean, I'd I'd always rather see Sheamus and Drew beat them than... I think that's very fair. The other way around. So our next Tag Team Contenders Tournament match, a little bit later in the evening... Saw the brawling brutes momentarily separated from their friend Seamus, facing Imperium. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really nice that we're not pretending that they never knew Seamus, because I was afraid they were gonna be like Seamus who? They've always <laughs> been just the two of them. He's with Drew now. Yeah, he's still in their like little video
1: package opening. Yeah, like credit scene. I feel kind of sad for the brawling brutes at this point because like now Seamus and Drew are like a much more popular yeah. twosome. And so I feel like the brawling brutes are just kind of like demoted a little bit. Not that they don't know Seamus, but it just feels like eh, we've like, we've got this other
0: cool thing happening. So you're just going to have to go to the back of the line. I think to go back to our high school movie metaphor, like, Seamus was getting them into the good parties and when they show up by themselves, they mm-hmm. may not get in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I did think it was nice. He was like pumping them up. I thought it was nice yeah. that Walter came out to also pump up Imperium. Gunter. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I called him Walter. I wrote it in my notes too. So before he was Gunther, he was Walter or Walter, oh. I guess in NXT UK. And I still struggle Oh. So, yeah, Gunther. I literally wrote it in my notes, and it didn't even, like, occur to me that I had done it.
1: That, I didn't know him as Walter, so I probably would have made the same mistake had I, know, had I done so. So,
0: like... But it is that, nice
1: that he came out.
0: It was. It was nice to see it. Like, it's hard for me because Imperium will always be Walter, Fabian Eichner, who is our new... uh Giovanni whatever I can't remember his last name uh Marcel Bartel who is Ludwig Kaiser
1: wait were those were they a threesome on NXT
0: yeah they were a threesome on NXT UK dude why did they change their names then I think they weren't like ethnically motivated enough (laughs) (laughs)
1: like it's so weird to like completely radically change a wrestler's name but like I don't know I mean, I know it's, been, it's happened in other wrestlers and it's worked out just fine. But, like, it just seems so weird to me to just still have those three together. But, like, yeah, we're just going to change your names completely, but make it, like, kind of close. Like, Gunter and Walter are not No, there's no different. meaningful
0: difference. <laughs> so, I think this is a Vince move that, like, once he gets you, he repackages you yeah. as he sees fit. Um. And I know, like, he wasn't very high on Gunther, so I guess he probably wanted to, like, you know, change him around or whatever. But I will attempt to do better and remember that these people have all undergone a very, very not-so-recent rebrand in the future.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think when you said Walter, I was like, did she say Walter? Like, because I thought I heard Walter. Walter, that's why I asked, but... Okay, that makes total sense, and I don't, I don't shame you. Were you surprised by the outcome of
0: this match?
1: No, only because I think if Drew and Sheamus weren't also in the tournament, I think Brawling Brutes may have won. Yeah. But I don't know that. I think it would have been kind of fun if they'd have put Drew and Sheamus against
0: Brawling Brutes. Right? Like, I think yeah.
1: that would be cool.
0: But it didn't surprise me that Imperium won. Nope. That's how I felt, too. Um... I noted that I knew they would win because I am psychic, but True. it just kind of, it just felt natural. Like it should be this way. You and Scarlett. I know. I, you know, I pulled a tarot card and you're not going to believe this. There is a dead horse on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew. Wow. Wow. Right. You better play the lottery. <sighs> All I need is a dollar and a dream and a dead horse tarot card. Oh my God. I almost tried to do a
1: Winnie sound, but i <laughs>
0: So sad you did it. <laughs> the night is still young; we've got time. It's true. You never know. So we also had a match in this tournament between Legado del Fantasma, and this was Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro, versus the maximum male models, who I thought had died. I just like I just feel so bad for these
1: dudes because they just kind of pull them out of like some dusty closet when they're like. I guess we need somebody it's it's just a squash match it is
0: it's silly I don't feel like you know I can't even tell you if they're good at what they do or bad at what they do because I feel like they come out these little bursts and it's fine yeah yeah like their gimmick overshadows their wrestling yeah
1: it's like I watch them and I'm like oh it's these two dudes and I, it's like my brain absolutely does not absorb what's happening in the ring. Because before you know it, they're like posing and then, oh,
0: they've yes. been pinned. And I feel like there's two things about that. One, you're not edging Christian, so you don't need to do a five-second pose. That's for edging Christian and edging Christian only.
1: Yes, I agree. It was done better before.
0: Two, I get it. They like fashion and that's gay. okay I get it that's the joke right that's the joke about why it's so funny yeah that they're maximum male models and it's like I just just like repackage them send them back to NXT break them up keep them together give them weird names like Donnie Baguette and Evan (laughs) Toaster Strudel or whatever and like let's just move on I feel
1: like they are trying to be kind of like a Zoolander sort of dumb (laughs) male model thing but it's like Zoolander was like over 20 years ago gang like what are you trying to harness here like the lasso around the moon you missed that orbit like completely because that's really old hat so they're either doing like you said like oh isn't it hilarious they're gay dudes because they're male models and they like fashion or it's like isn't this hilarious they're dumb models like what like that's not even culturally relevant (laughs) anymore
0: it brings back for me like really bad memories of billy and chuck i don't know if you remember billy and chuck i don't think so so it was billy gunn and chuck palumbo they became a tag team and they were in love that was their gimmick because they were a couple and they had this stylist named rico <sighs> and they were gonna have a gay wedding on i think raw
1: so it was just like let's Throw as many stereotypes as possible.
0: It was a big, shitty gay joke. And if I'm remembering correctly, they actually got some positive attention from gay groups who were like, oh, look, Mm. they're trying to do something. And then, of course, it ended up being just a big gay joke. Like the gay wedding broke up. And I. Mm. So that's what it brings to mind for me. And that may be unfair. I may be judging them uncharitably. But I have to be honest, this is an organization that has not done a ton. Over its vast history to get me to be charitable towards it. So no, I, I agree. So but I was I was relieved to see LDF come out on top. Um Yes. I you know, I think they are all really good. They are. They I are, know. and I
1: know um we didn't see Santos wrestle, but he's gonna be in the rumble, and so is Zelina. Yeah, I was excited about that. Tiny Zelina in the <laughs> I I don't know that really I've, really I've
0: ever that. seen her wrestle. She's pretty good. I have I'm enjoyed excited. her in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I thought Santos coat was also really nice. It, it me stylish. What it, like. it was like a tan coat. And I think he had on like a Navy suit. Okay. And I'm usually really critical of dudes who do the dark suit and the brown shoes. But like he made it work because it was a whole look. See, he could be a maximum male model and not right? in a gross way. He's like maximum male Instagram influencer. Exactly. Yeah. So we then, in our final match of the tournament for tonight, I mean, obviously this tournament is going to stretch on. We're only in the uh, first round right now. But in our final match for the night, we had Los Lotharios, who I had also kind of forgotten existed. Me too. Versus your favorite tag team of all time. (laughs) hit row so much better than actual hit row Ugh, i mean <laughs>
1: so like this obviously was another squishy squashy matches for i mean they weren't gonna have los lotharios win
0: no no
1: i mean of course hit row won.
0: i guess i was like i can't believe hit row is advancing and then i was like well they're not gonna have these other guys who are on tv like once every three months advance I know. If they'd
1: have paired them against any of those other teams. So like next week they're gonna be wrestling Seamus and Drew. Yeah, I, I think the dream
0: is gonna come to an end pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean if they beat Seamus and Drew, I'm probably gonna lose my damn mind. I, I will riot.
0: It will not be acceptable. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I um I was a little alarmed about one thing that happened during this match. Ooh, okay. It appeared that Ashanti the Adonis was wrestling in a fanny pack. He was. And I was kind of surprised. I was like, aren't they going to like
1: outlaw that? What if he pulls some kind of like shenanigans with that fanny pack? Also,
0: it seems maybe a little unsafe. Like, I don't know. You fall over and you catch your fanny pack on the ring post. and I know. I was like, what if a zipper slices open someone's stomach?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well <A little> nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I want to wrestle in a
0: fanny pack. There was also a great point where Top Dollar was kind of threatening Michael Cole. Yes. And I wondered if he was like threatening to wrestle him in some careless spots that might lead to an injury or something. Like what there was a cringy moment. Your
1: husband committed a cringy moment. <laughs> I didn't this. notice. Tell me about it. So he said something like I think it was after um Cole was kind of like quote unquote threatened or whatever. And Wade said something like, "Why don't you say something like that? Like, why don't you say something like that when you pull up in the hood or something?" Oh,
0: oh no, 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 no! And I was like, "Wade,
1: no, no, not okay, buddy." It was uh, painful. I'm sorry I didn't uh, explain that very well, but it was very th- much like it. it was very much like, "Hey, hit Rose from the hood," and I was like, "Okay."
0: That's that we don't have to do this. this no, we
1: mandatory. don't have to do this, Wade. Stop with the World War II references. <laughs> Stop Just with the hood references.
0: It is one more thing that Grandpa need not speak of.
1: Yeah, we, must, we might need to have a list that you could include in your letter to Dad. Be like, dear Dad, please give this list to Wade. These are things you should avoid.
0: The last item on this list is something he shouldn't avoid. It's my phone number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tell him he can just text me. He doesn't have to
1: call me. It's fine.
0: We can just talk it through. It's no big deal. But if he wants to FaceTime, that's also totally OK. I just need some advance notice.
1: <laughs> you don't even sound like that. I don't know why I was talking like that.
0: That's how I would sound. When <laughs> we were on saying. FaceTime, I'd totally sound like this. <laughs> I'm 80s Valley girl. This is my new voice. So, do you have any uh, final thoughts about the Tag Team Contenders Tournament? I'm excited we... to see the next set of yeah. contenders.
1: And uh the matches coming up like um Imperium v. I wrote it down uh Legado del Fantasma, I think that's yep. going to be a really good match. That's going to be a banger to use Drew and Shamus's. It is going to be a banger. Um and then what was the other... Ma- was there another match? No, that was it. Just those two matches are where it comes out of it. I had to think about
0: it. Yeah, I had um, think So I'm it looking too. forward to those. And I was like, no, there's got to be one more. Because <laughs> again, R.E.R. earlier conversation, math hard. Yeah. Math not strong suit. So hard. Um. So of course, there's one more topic that we have to visit oh, before yes. we can move on from SmackDown. Yes. And uh, our guy, L.A. Knight, comes to the ring. Yeah. Now, Austin Tays- I didn't say that word right. We're going to go back and use an easier word. Supposedly, L.A. Knight comes to the ring to fight a jobber. Yes. I think we both know that's not why L.A. Knight is out here.
1: Um, I think There's he more. came out to display his new terrible vest <laughs> oh my god we were so proud of his like black vest with the la night all over it and how great it was and how we wish i could buy it in the store yeah. this red monstrosity <laughs> absolutely not
0: not your fave
1: so horrible
0: horrible it's zero of five stars do not yeah. recommend <laughs> would not look at again if could avoid and when we see him on later on Raw,
1: he's back to the black vest. So maybe someone talked to him.
0: <laughs> maybe Bray was like, LA night man, <laughs> listen to me. I'm not. I'm not fashionable, man. I am not a male model like those other guys, man. But what I do have is eyes. <laughs> or I did before I saw that vest, man.
2: That's the worst vest, man. It was pretty pretty freaking bad it was so bad
0: did you notice in la night's entrance video that brace symbol made a little appearance i did notice that a portent of things to come yes yeah. um i have a lot of
1: questions i don't know if i have a lot of questions but i have some questions about this whole sequence first of all la Knight's little tiny pants that he was wearing yes There was something on the crotch, and I was wondering if it was a word bubble, and if the word bubble said, let me talk
0: to you, and if so, does that mean he wants his penis to talk to you? (laughs) Well, I would argue L.A. Knight is importantly asking for consent before (laughs) having his penis talk to you, which in my book is a mark for L.A. Knight. I think the the uh, punctuation there is important because it
1: could be "Let me talk to you" and I'm yelling at you, right? My dick in your face, or is it "Let me talk to you"? Question mark.
0: (laughs) What if it just said "Hey"?
1: (laughs) I that's like that's like catcalling. Get the fuck
0: out of here. (laughs) I just I really like when he just kind of randomly like hays with a lot of enthusiasm.
1: He's so weird.
0: He is very. He also had a. Sometimes I wonder where he comes up with the things he said. He said, I will off your on switch. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like you are an exhausted mother of four yelling at them during the summer when you just want them to get out of the house. Break you like dishes didn't work. So now he's like, I will murder you. I will off the, I mean, to me, off your on switch, a hundred percent sounds like I will aggressively turn you off. <laughs> You will it's be working. so grossed Especially out when invest. I'm done. <laughs> Did you see
1: all the fake tanner stains on his hands?
0: No. Oh, oh, honey.
1: It was so like his hands were like orange and I was like, buddy, <sighs> buddy, buddy, if you have dry hands and you're using that fake tanner, it's gonna seep into all the cracks. Speaking you- of cracks <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you wanna talk about uh Firefly Wild Crack <laughs> <laughs> for chatting.
1: What? That was so weird that they put the moth over his butt crack. (laughs) I guess, like, I mean, I get it, but it's also, like, I don't know. If it was going to be an issue, why didn't they make him wear different pants? I don't know.
0: I am guessing it's one of those things where nobody really thought about it while they were filming it. Probably And he left. You couldn't have him come back and reshoot it. And it's like, well, we can't just have four inches of ass crack hanging out here. This is a children's show. (laughs)
1: So, okay, so they bring back this fun house thing. Yes. This kind of, I guess, piggybacks on something I said last week where, because last week he was in his rocking chair, right? So he's kind of, we're seeing him regress a little bit. But to me, it feels like this fun house thing, like I didn't really see a bunch of the fun house stuff
2: before, Mm -hmm. Um,
1: but it feels like the fun house thing is really undermining the Uncle Howdy thing. Like, and I don't know, I guess we're, Are we supposed to now understand that like Bray and the Funhouse are totally separate entities from the Uncle Howdy thing and the Uncle Howdy thing is an Alexa Bliss situation? Or it's like, I just feel like there's too many gimmicks at once happening. Like the Uncle Howdy thing was new and interesting and creepy and the Mm -hmm. Funhouse is just like, we've done this
0: before. Right. So I wonder if it's possible, you know, as Bray has tried to achieve this new identity, realized that it's not achievable for him, right? He's not going to be free. He's not going to be his own man. He is going to be constricted by who he has been because of Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy is a big symbol of that, right? So he's rocketing back through his past identities, trying to claim some sort of autonomy through them. Wow. But of course... Did he ever have any autonomy? It's so or was he always idea. a puppet in the funhouse? Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do you feel like it undermines the Uncle Howdy thing? Or do you think it's fine?
0: I f- see, I feel like as much as I was being silly, that it is sort of like Bray trying to do his old things. Yeah, Because he's like, I'm myself again, man. I'm an eater of worlds. I have a fun house with weird toys that nobody actually likes to go to. Like I'm me, and it's like, well, are you or are you sort of like under this figure's thrall, mm-hmm. and like you're going to become something new? Well, I like that you're putting a bit of depth to it because I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, oh, it's go ahead. Always, it's always my commitment to do more than the writers' room did. So, well, you
1: succeed at every turn. <laughs> My favorite part of this was when Bray Wyatt was like, what kind of deranged Woodstock Ding Dong names their kid Los Angeles Knight?
0: (laughs) Thank you, Bray. Thank you for saying what we've all been thinking.
1: That was so wonderful. I love Los Angeles Knight. I
0: hope he just keeps calling him Los Angeles Knight. I do too. It's like I don't know if you've seen the Doctor Strange Marvel movie. Uh, the newer one? The the first one. I did see
1: the first one. So it's there's that minute.
0: scene with um, him and Mads Mickelson and Mads Mickelson's character is, like, confused about his name. Mads Mikkelsen is in it? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's so the this bad guy bef- the first one. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. He's confused about his name. Okay. And he's like, you know, he calls him Mr. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, it's Doctor, and he's like, Mr. Doctor. It's like (laughs) this whole thing. You know, Bray's like, No, I I just don't understand why your name is Los Angeles Knight. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. I I
1: enjoyed the the rip though. I thought that was funny.
0: It was pretty good. It kind of Also,
1: speaking like deranged Woodstock ding dong, I feel like that's you, Bray. Right? Right? I'm not deranged, man. Everybody else is.
0: I am perfectly normal, man. I got a little annoyed because I feel like um, L.A. Knight's Bray impression is a lot better than mine. Um, His is very good, but I prefer yours. Oh, thank you. That means a lot to me.
1: But yeah, it is funny that he does. I like that he bothers to do an impersonation. It makes me really happy.
2: It's pretty good.
1: I can watch these <laughs> two, I think, for eternity because there's just so much content like... L.A. Knight is so weird. Like, he's yes. just such a weird character that I'm just like, like, why do you just randomly shout, yeah? Like, it's so, so strange. <laughs> like, in the middle of a sentence. And, like, the crowd, he's, like,
0: kind of getting over a little bit. Yeah. I think they're torn, right? Because they're like, we're here for Bray. And they're like, oh, but you're so weird. I know. And they like to say, like, L.A. Knight with him
1: when he gets the crowd to. So...
0: He's certainly proud of being named Los Angeles Knight. He is. I, maybe we'll just start calling him Los Angeles. <laughs> I wonder if he has siblings like Kansas City Knight. Well, Albany I called Knight. for a New York Knight last week for Alexa, so maybe New York Knight will appear. Could be a cousin.
1: <laughs> Tucson Knight. Kind of boring. Memphis Knight.
0: Salt Lake City Knight. Yeah. Never drunk. The most reliable of the Knight family. (laughs) But they will make you sit through a skit about the dangers of caffeine. Oh boy. So do you have any final thoughts about this Bray and L.A. Knight situation?
1: No, I don't. I'm just, I'm always happy when it's unfolding.
0: And you won't have to wait long for it to unfold again. That's true. Because uh, things were really intermingled this week, I thought.
1: They really were. It lends credence to that theory that, like, eventually it's just going to be one wrestling show again.
0: I think there might be something to that. Or, you know, maybe it's something they're going to do around pay-per-views. Maybe. You know, but the boundaries are getting fuzzy for sure. Yeah. So that said, I think it's time. (laughs) Is it time? You know it's time to get raw. It's time to get raw. Thank you that's really nice. Interesting, man. Mhm. So uh Raw started <laughs> out with a really exciting moment where an old leathery racist piece of shit welcomed us to the show. Yeah, man.
1: That so I mentioned last week that I was going to do a cringe counter and I was definitely doing a cringe counter and I just <laughs> couldn't believe that the cringing was going to happen so early on. Like <sighs> I know they trot these dudes out for, like, the nostalgia of it all. Mm-hmm. But it's like Hulk Hogan is so shameful. And then, like, Jimmy Hart there just kind of, like, dancing around him with like a little dog with a bullhorn. Yeah. It was so bizarre. And to still play that goddamn theme song, I'm a real American. American. Like, come on, Hulk. Yeah, Come on.
0: It was it was interesting, too, because we kind of had, like, these photo montages all night, right? Mm-hmm. Like, photos and videos. And, like, when we're leading in, I'm like, wow, we're showing Vince a lot. Yeah, he was in a lot of them. Like, we didn't need to show Vince so much or at all. We didn't need to show the Ultimate Warrior, who I know is no longer with us, but he lived his life like a big old asshole. Yeah, they really...
1: Like I, I saw Mae Young. They really like kind of forgot about the assholery of anybody and was just like, But it's wrestling, it's fun. Yeah.
2: And but I, I guess I...
1: I guess if they didn't forget about the assholery, like
0: maybe their reels would be much shorter. <laughs> They'd have meant much fewer still photos to share tonight on Raw Bianca Belair the only unproblematic wrestler in WWE that's not fair there's lots of them that are unproblematic now yes but you know 30 years ago yeah I was a I don't know I like I have no doubt that people are excited to see Hulk Hogan for a lot of people he's an important part of their childhood yeah he was a huge part of my childhood but yeah but like he's also kind of terrible and, and I feel like we could do things like this without him one hundred thousand percent so we went from one particular kind of a-hole right at the uh (laughs) outset of the show into a completely different kind of a-hole because roman reigns was in our city and in our raw 30 he was did you see how sammy looked kind of sad and like weirdly school picture day groomed (laughs) yeah it was like he cleaned up real good because he knew he was in trouble
1: Like his little comb over, it was so sad. I was like, oh, he's so muted.
0: He legit also looked like he'd been crying at one point. I was like, oh, Sammy.
1: Oh my God. I think he just about turned the waterworks on at one point. Yeah. And I was like, Sammy, I want to like stand up and clap for you.
0: So last week we were supposed to be getting a Roman Reigns acknowledgement ceremony. Yes. Where I thought something horrific was going to happen right like none of us expected this was going to be a nice event and instead we ended up with the trial of Sami Zayn which was a huge surprise to me because I've been desperately trying to avoid spoilers
1: um I I think I only saw that that was coming because they had announced it on Raw or something so yeah like luckily I didn't know either
0: but I was also like what the fuck <laughs> like where did this come from like did someone see 12 angry men over the weekend and got like really inspired or yeah like something
1: happened um behind the scenes that everybody in the entire fucking universe missed because is he on trial for asking a question he's literally on trial for
0: asking questions it's so ridiculous so I guess immediately when I saw this, I was like, this has to be Vince's effery, right? Okay. But it it wasn't. Apparently, um, Rikishi was supposed to be there. Oh. And he was unwell and couldn't travel. Oh, no. And there was also an issue with uh, the Wild Samoans tag team, I believe who are older wouldn't be able to be there so they had to scrap the acknowledgement ceremony oh
1: so there really was supposed to be an acknowledgement ceremony but they just came up with like a last minute fuck you sammy i guess that's pretty good for last
0: minute right like you know they did make it work i think and it's understandable why they had to come up with something else (laughs) yeah that's terrible um so i feel like the tribal court was very intense it was super intense and very stressful I'm also not sure that our legal system supports extrajudicial courts that sentence people to death. Yep. I mean the fact that Paul Heyman was like, I want Sammy to die. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> like, okay, let's wh- take it
0: down a notch. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was crazy. It's like, I mean, as dramatic as everything else has been, the story of you and Schmooley has really escalated (laughs) over the weekend into something insane. (laughs)
1: Like, I don't did someone hurt someone's dog accidentally. And like, I just feel like there was like some extracurricular rage going on.
0: Right. It was like on Friday. He's like, look, we want Sammy pissing out of the castle on Monday. He's like, we want to bury Sammy under the castle and piss on it.
1: <laughs> what? Is let's put his head on a pike outside the castle and people can piss on his face
0: so i feel like i feel like i don't want to say that i am a psychic even though i implied i was a psychic but when this started i was
1: like jay looks really sad so i thought jay looked mad like, I thought he looked was looking at Sammy like Sammy had done something wrong. Because I, like, w- literally, wrote, I was like, what did Sammy do? Like, why is Jay mad at him? I don't get it.
0: Why is everyone so in their feelings?
1: Also, I wasn't sure why Solo was so sweaty. Like, he's just standing there sweating bullets. And he hadn't done anything yet.
0: Yeah, it seemed like he was really, really taking this very, very intensely.
1: Yeah. But I, well, I was just like, one of the notes, I was like, this is the worst trial I've ever seen. I was like, what's the charge exactly? Who gets to defend Sammy? Who the hell is the jury? Like, I had so many questions. Of course, you know, me trying to impose logic where none should be imposed. Um, And of course, this was before our miracle J saved the day. But like. Paul calling Drew sword ass was probably <laughs> sword ass the highlight of my entire life.
2: Oh
0: my God. sword ass, it's the best thing ever. I just <sighs> I was I'm watching this, like I'm watching all the evidence, and it's all such bad evidence, right? It's like it's awful, awful. Really goofy. And I'm like, so you're telling me that Sami Zayn has secretly been in league with Kevin Owens since the summer.
1: Yeah, I loved that so much. I loved how conspiracy theoryish it was. Like, look, he bumped into him. It's a signal. <laughs> he
0: scuffed his pumas, okay? <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was super, super incredible. And it also felt like the weirdest Alice in Wonderland fan fiction I have ever seen in my life. It was so strange. And then, like,
1: so, like, when Jay, like, saves the day, yeah. and he's like, you saw the good in me the whole
0: time. I was just like... <laughs> this feels so nice (laughs) i was okay so i just want to go back a while ago we were talking about how things would play out and Mm -hmm. i remember very distinctly being like what if when the bloodline turns against sammy jay is the one that has his back what if jay is the one that sticks by him because it was so hard for sammy to win him over here we are baby Ew. let me th- talk
1: to you i think you need to start a psychic friends hotline <laughs> i
0: think dad needs to start paying me well yeah obviously pay me <laughs> obviously but it really um you know i'm a big jay Uso stan it made me love jay even more. i know i was so pleased He put I think, together his own evidence really good
1: evidence I know I thought the evidence thing was hilarious like um just like the exhibit <laughs> like, I just love that Jay's like well I, I put together my own little my own little evidence thing like Jay in a back room somewhere editing footage
2: like putting in special cuts it cracked me up just to think about it I downloaded iMovie over the weekend I'm not saying this is perfect but I worked pretty hard on it my kids helped <laughs> I had to skip some meals <laughs> I'm hungry AF. So,
1: like, so Roman finds him not guilty for now, which is, like, the dumbest thing ever. It's, like, I mean, granted, yes, yes they had to throw this thing together last minute, but, like, I'm just waiting when Sammy's going to be, like, it's never going to be enough. Like, you're never going to be doing enough. It's never going to be the right thing. No. Like, he's got another chest he's got to face at the Royal Rumble. It's just, like... Mm-hmm. Sammy, when are you going to just say,
0: fuck it, enough's enough? And I feel like we got so close. Yes. Right? So he close. Was like, Screw you guys. Thumb me to death if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I gave you guys everything. Yep. But then, you know, he's like, I can do it. I can prove my. It's like, Sammy, no, absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I was. I feel like this whole thing added a nice layer of, like, insanity to the Bloodline storyline. So I think they did a really nice job with it. But I really am ready for Sammy to just, like, stand up for himself. Like, is it going to be the Usos and Sammy against Roman and Solo? Yeah.
0: So we didn't have to wait very long for further dramatics to ensue on this. Because up right away, we've got the Usos. Versus Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest for the tag titles, for raw tag titles. Yes. Um, I saw that Finn was wearing a little neckerchief. Very cute.
1: I enjoyed that. He didn't look terrible. Like, his jacket was kind of normal.
0: Yeah. I liked his little jaunty bandana. It was sad when he got ejected for acting like a dick.
1: <laughs> so
0: funny. These things happen. To the best
1: of us. That was his best acting when he was mad about that.
0: So, you know, this match proceeds, I think, as we expected, really good, really fast paced. Yes. And then there comes this moment where, like, I legitimately thought Jimmy got hurt. I was wondering that, too. But
1: my brain, this is so silly when he's like on the floor and he's kind of touching his knee and stuff. And I'm like, if he was really injured, I feel like he'd be kind of like reeling back and forth more moving around more to try to like escape the pains i was like i think he's okay
0: (laughs) you know i think i believed really quickly because the ref did the crossed arms thing that they really do when someone gets hurt and they need to call a match okay so i was like oh my gosh what the fuck no not right before yeah everything
1: yeah that would be really terrible
0: yeah But uh, when Jimmy went down, through no fault of his own, a hero came to the rescue. Yeah. I had a feeling that's how it was going to go. I was
1: like, if Pierce fucking says that, like, Sammy can't sub in, after Dom
0: subbed in for Finn, I'm going to lose
1: my mind.
0: Which I think is an amazing standard that, like, three people can be a tag team. Maybe (laughs) eight people can be a tag (laughs) team. Like, whoever you bring. Whoever you bring can be in the tag team. If somebody gets Rotate
1: them out. It's a round robin. Yeah.
0: It kind of like, it made me think about how in AEW people tend, to, it feels to me like they bring a lot of people to the ring with them. Oh, okay. You know, like you bring your buddies to the ring. It's like, well, I've got 16 guys here. So we are all the judgment day. <laughs> no big. Until you make it a big deal.
1: Um, Two things about Dominic. Because of course I have to. <laughs> your fave. One, the fucking fringe on his pants was a big no for me. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to do there. Flare, A little also, flare. Also, do you think that, like, he has a huge crush on Rhea Ripley? I mean, like,
0: real life talk. I mean, I know he just got engaged to his longtime girlfriend. Oh, did he? But, it, you know, if it was me, that wouldn't keep me from having a huge work crush on someone.
1: I, I'd be like... I don't know I mean Rhea Ripley is such a force I don't know how you couldn't be just
0: like <laughs> you know every time she's uh-huh. like, hanging all over you I bet his girlfriend or fiance now is like babe it's totally cool I trust you I, I know you would never do anything he's like oh I don't even think about her that way he's like oh Jesus don't ask me about this because <laughs> like of course you have a crush on Rhea Ripley of course you do I know
1: I just it made me laugh because I was thinking about how she kind of you know she hangs on him a little bit when he stands next to the ring there I was just like
0: I wonder if he has a big crush on her I mean I personally would get confused and excited about that so
1: (laughs) I can't judge that's fair zero judgment also hugely disappointed that Jay did not kick Rhea
0: I I literally shouted Jay it would be more sexist not to fight her I was so mad I was like come on (laughs) It's so stupid. Us. It's like, it is the time. Take this woman on. Let her destroy you. It's so stupid. Like, a okay, okay, girl. Like, uh. ugh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she's not a girl. She's a whole ass woman. Okay. She's Rhea fucking Ripley. She she's transcends Rhea humanity. She's the eradicator and she is here to eradicate you. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't because it was,
2: she's a girl. Maybe it's like, I don't want to fuck with this. I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm absolutely not she doing this. She will murder me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, in the end, Sammy saved the day. Sammy was the big damn hero. He was. And uh, you know, it, it didn't really seem like that made Roman happy.
1: Oh no, nothing will make Roman happy. I'm genuinely curious to see what Roman does about Jay's quote unquote betrayal now that's happened because you know I'm I'm really curious to see what comes next. I'm afraid for my faves. Yeah. It, I mean, it'll the next time we, s- well, we'll see them on SmackDown, probably. I was
0: going to say the next time will be post-Royal Rumble, but we'll see them before, I'm sure. So, yeah, th- this is an evolving situation, and I, I cannot wait for, like, I want to know what's going to happen in the end, but I also never I want it to end.
1: Stay tuned to Wrestling is for Girls for more on this issue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your source for bloodline content.
1: Hard-hitting content.
0: And then uh, skipping ahead a little bit, we're right back where we started with our bro, L.A. Knight. He wants yeah. to talk to us again.
1: I noticed when he was talking, he has a huge mouth, like a physically yeah. huge mouth. Like, it's yes. not just, you know, you got a big mouth. Like, his mouth is huge. <laughs>
0: like, he can absolutely put his fist in his mouth.
1: Yeah, like, he could fit a whole apple in his mouth and just bite yes. down. <laughs> Him
0: and Scarlet's horse. <laughs>
1: Oh, maybe Scarlet feels an affinity for him. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? He's like, <laughs> she's like, let me talk to you. And he's like, nay.
0: She's always trying to give him carrots and sugar cubes. And he feels a little weird about it, but he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. So he keeps taking him.
1: Yeah. It's uncomfortable. I think it's really funny that he called Bray an
0: incel. <laughs> I also thought it was really funny. I don't think words necessarily mean anything to LA Knight. I think he just says them. <laughs>
1: Uh, I feel like in a month or so, he's going to really hit his insult stride, but not yet.
0: And you know what? I'm not in any hurry. Let's watch this unfold. I know. It's pretty great. So L.A. Knight was going to talk some trash, Mm -hmm. uh, and he made the fatal heel mistake. He announced that he was ready to take on any legend who might be in the building. Yeah. And their junk. I think he also mentioned their loins. Yes. Like, why are we talking about... Legends with enough tingle in their loins. I no. I don't want tingly loins of legends anywhere near me. No, Uh, elder Uh, loins a tingle not something I've been looking for. Also, tingly
1: loins probably indicate something wrong health wise, like a UTI doctor.
0: (laughs) And perhaps they could prescribe (laughs) Omas. Omas should not be taken if you have had a previous allergic reaction to Omas. Ask your doctor about Omas. Omas may cause blindness. <laughs> Omas should not be taken by people under 18
1: or over 19. Omas may cause acne, swelling,
0: brain death. Some urine leak is normal with Omas. <laughs> Omas, I'm so sorry, dude. You don't deserve this. <laughs> he seems like a decent dude. He does seem like a decent <laughs> dude. Anyway, Omos is the least of our problems here. Because lo and behold, who rises to LA Knights Challenge? Oh man. But the Undertaker and not just The Undertaker. The worst incarnation of The Undertaker.
1: <laughs> that was so I told you if my husband was like called that he's like, Undertaker's gonna come out. And then when he came out as American Badass, he was like, Oh my god, it's the worst version. <laughs> Like that little motorcycle he ride. like I shouldn't say little motorcycle, but I just feel like riding a motorcycle in and around the ring is so dumb because you can't make it look cool. You can't really ride the motorcycle. You're kind of walking it around. Yeah. And then he was like having a hard time putting it in park. It was just really uncomfortable. I wouldn't, it might've been a cringe moment. Yeah, it was a cringe moment. I wrote it down as cringe moment number two of the night because it was just so weird.
0: I was like, oh, no, Uncle Stan's got his old motorcycle out, and I don't think yeah. he can hold it up any... It was embarrassing. It really was. Um, I also wanted to ask you how familiar you are with the American Badass song. Not at all. I Oh, well, it's Kid Rock, right? It's Kid Rock. Yeah, I... Fuck that guy. So, I looked it up, because I thought I remembered some of the lyrics, and... Can I just share my favorite part with you? Sure. So uh, this is a dramatic reading by me, Jazzy okay. A, of American Badass by Kid Rock. It's a selection. Okay, I'm ready. I'm an American badass. Watch me kick. You can roll with rock or you can suck my dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a porno flick. I'm like Amazing Grace. I'm going to fuck some hoes after I rock this place. Wow. Superfly, fly, livin' double wide, sidecar my glide so Josie can ride. Full sack to share, bringin' flash and flare. Got the long hair swingin', middle finger in the air. Snakeskin suits, 65 Chevelles. See me ride in sin, hear the rebel yell. I won't live to tell you so, so if you do, give the next generation a big fuck you. Who knew I'd blow up like Oklahoma?
2: Wow. Said fuck high school.
0: Pissed on my diploma. Smell the aroma. Check my hits. I know it stinks in here. Cause I'm the shit. That was written by an adult man. I'm snapping
1: fingers as an applause for your dramatic reading. Um that was unbelievable
2: the hits kept coming (laughs) they
1: kept coming (sighs) kid rock is such a piece of crap yeah yes that song is ridiculous did he write that song for undertaker like a motorhead
0: that's a great question i mean to I'm guessing he didn't just because the reference to Joe I think C is that guy who used to be like his hype man. Yeah. That's true. Like, so I think this is probably from his heart versus for The Undertaker. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when Corey said it's been close to 20 years since we've seen this version of The Undertaker, that's because this is the worst version of the undertaker i wonder why they decided to do this version maybe he was
1: like i don't feel like getting out the coat guys it's in storage maybe he didn't want to walk a whole bunch ride his little motorcycle around the ring there was a part where so bray wyatt comes out right because hilarious he just like L.A. Night sandwich between a rock and a hard place. And at one point, you know, when The Undertaker, like, whispered (laughs) something to Bray before he left.
2: It was like, probably, take care of your knees. It's hell getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, man. You gotta gotta get enough collagen. (laughs) Take your vitamins, kid. If you don't stretch, (laughs) you're gonna regret it. You know how they say you shouldn't sit for more than 30 minutes? That's not a joke. Do that uh, DDP yoga that Diamond Dallas Page came up with? That shit's great. (laughs) Did I think it was for women? Yes, I did. And uh, then I got into the downward dog. And it changed me. Michelle thinks it's sexy. (laughs) I'm going to tell you the ring is not the only place. I'm a little more flexible now it's not she loves it my knees still creak when we try to do it doggy style (laughs) anyway it's real good to see you and uh just your knees Bray I I can't overstate the importance of the knees to your overall quality of life and happiness stretch
0: (laughs) 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 oh God what a magical time it was a magical magical time um i also i just want to point out that you know we've been talking a lot about who uncle howdy is and whose theory is right well so far i'm the only person with any supporting evidence for her theory okay that's that's very true they seem pretty tight for two people who aren't uncle and nephew that's very true
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: Although IRS did show up uh, at one point in the night, so
0: maybe he was, maybe he's been Uncle Howdy all along. That's true. That's true. Maybe uh, he wasn't just here to steal Baron Corbin's winnings.
2: That did make me laugh. I'm not gonna. Lie. It made me laugh too.
0: <laughs> Anything else you would like to share about the Undertaker, LA Knight, and Bray Wyatt? Nope. Well, then that brings us uh, moving ahead a little more to what was supposed to be a steel cage match between Bailey and Becky Lynch. Yeah, I really feel like we got robbed. I'm so pissed. Like, I, I
1: think what, like, Damage Control and Bailey did was, like, a fun, very healy thing to do.
0: Absolutely.
1: But, like, yeah, they've been hyping up steel cage match for, like, weeks, and then it's like,
0: JK, LOL, bye. Like, I don't want to hear about this is the first women's cage match on Raw in 19 years, and then you don't actually have it. It was bullshit horse shit my friends yeah
1: it was scarlet's horse shit
0: <laughs> it was like i had to we had to spend like 20 minutes on bailey's entrance we had a picture and picture and everything like it was intense yeah and then although i did appreciate that during that time kevin patrick had to sell nikki bella gets married as if it were a steel cage match i know that was so weird deeply deeply Nikki please get married okay get married and end our torment Yeah, wish you the best so this was a big disappointment for me and I was really mad
1: yeah I was disappointed as well I don't really know what they're playing at with this
0: less disappointing (gasps) we got a little DX reunion dad dad's here dad's friends are here I was also listening to their music, and I love the idea of, like, DX's parents telling them what to do and what to wear. Like, Sean, you are not leaving the house in assless chaps. Go put some pants on under those.
1: It was really funny. Like, just thinking about even when DX came out, whatever, not 30 years ago. They came out, like, later than, it's like, 25 years ago. Yeah. It's like, even then, you guys were whole-ass adults whose parents weren't telling you
0: what to do. You were in your, like, 20s at that point. You were men. You were adult men. Yeah. There was a dude in the crowd. They cut to him, and he was just, like, gazing at them all with such love. And I was like, man, that's it. That is the feeling I am always chasing with wrestling. That feeling of, like... This is what I came here for. This is exactly what I wanted. So precious. Yeah. I used to feel like that every time um,
1: Dean Ambrose would come out.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or
0: Edge. Those are shield feelings. Those are Edge feelings for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that uh, Road Dog seemed to drop a little tea? No. Or maybe a little, I don't want to call it T, but a little snark. When he said, uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Now, certainly that could have been in the general spirit of the 30th anniversary show, but also with Vince's return and the fact that a while ago Vince fired him before dad brought him back. Oh, maybe. Felt like it might have been a little edge. It did there, feel like a know. side comment, like a kind
1: of off the cuff thing that he wasn't supposed to say, but I didn't really put any thought into it
0: well you know as our lead dx analyst I yes
1: guess. i expect these hard hitting facts from you so i'm glad that you are on the case thank you
0: and it was nice to see kurt there too like he always wanted to be in dx now he's living his dream i know it felt it had very little bro- very very
1: large little brother energy it did it absolutely did
0: and you know everything was nice people were having a good time and then imperium had to come out Because Gunter hates dick jokes. He hates fun. (laughs) He doesn't (laughs) want anyone to be
1: happy. He doesn't. He likes law and order. And those things weren't
0: happening. And order. And we got maybe like one of my favorite moments of the night where like Imperium is challenging them. Dad (laughs) steps up and like everybody's being real tough. He's like, I'm retired, dude. Yeah. I was like, I love you. You're so funny. Kind of an a-hole, but you're real funny. I I did enjoy
1: that. Like, I was waiting for this to be very cringy, and it wasn't. But, like, I'm retired. I'm too old. I have shin splints. <laughs> and just no. <laughs> just
0: no. <laughs> Absolutely not. But we did find some Utes we're ready to rise the challenge. We've got Seth, who was a face for the night. We do have Seth as a face for the night. And we've got
1: our good friends, the Street Profits. Yeah, that was exciting. That was an interesting, uh, I won't say pairing, interesting trio that I wouldn't ever thought they put together, and I loved it.
0: And I know how much you dislike the six-man tag, so I thought it was really appropriate that we had Teddy Long to announce it, the king of the six-man tag. So I laughed so hard at this,
1: because I predicted it was going to be Teddy Long, because they were like, we got to have someone... Announced this or whatever, and I was like, "It's gonna be Teddy Long." And Teddy Long comes out, and then I was like, "He's gonna make it a six-man tag because you made the comment weeks ago about everything Teddy Long did was a six-man tag,"
0: (laughs) and I just like, lol'd all the way. Yeah, it's pretty great. So I mean, this was this was a fun moment. It was. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about it? Because that's basically my takeaway. Like, this is a really fun moment.
1: It was really fun. I hated that Lawler was talking at all during any of this but he yeah. didn't ruin
0: it for me no I he add, of everyone who shouldn't have been there he is the most who shouldn't have been there because he has been credibly accused of sexual assault on minors he has done racist things he has done domestic violence he shouldn't be here No, but he didn't disgusting. manage to ruin an otherwise really great moment yeah, so I agree. I'll be grateful for that so a little bit later we have this sort of extended segment that starts in one place <laughs> and ends someplace completely different it's absolutely wild yeah rick flair arrives another problematic legend who you know yeah. has his dark past about him but rick was here to celebrate his daughter
1: that was nice he did he did a really nice introduction of her i was waiting for a cringe moment and it didn't yeah come. so do you think seth was jealous of his suit I, that was quite a suit. He might have been. I was like, that's a
0: suit. I enjoy that. Yeah, I actually thought it was pretty great. It was like a bold choice, but he made it work. He did. I thought it was better than Charlotte's Jiffy Pop suit. I loved Charlotte's suit. I hated it. I loved it because it was something different for her. It's very different. I will give her that. It was a bold choice. I also
1: really like Silver. So fair. I feel like Silver must be in this season because Bianca had it on last week. So
0: true that's true maybe silver is the color of the moment it's possible. so we've got charlotte having her little celebration and bianca is like not so fast
2: mm-hmm.
0: not so fast you may be the queen but i am the empress and that's yes. just the way it's gonna be but you know before they could really come to any conclusion here sonia deville was like no there's not enough people in this segment it's sonia time
1: And Sonia delivered the third cringe moment of the night for me when she decided to use the word powwow. Yep. And I was like, no, Sonia, we don't do that. We don't say that. Stop it.
0: Do better. Yep. But, you know, she got her comeuppance. Oh, she did. She really did. It was great.
1: I want to say, quick side note, I'm really glad. I had kind of erased it from my brain, Charlotte said at one point, like, First, she was a diva, and then blah blah blah. Like I am so glad they don't call yes. them divas anymore. Like, so glad.
0: It was so embarrassing. Do you remember the divas championship belt? It was like a butterfly. It was a butterfly. It was like purple and pink,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the brats title. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm ugh, I'm so glad when they made I remember when they made that change and I was just like, this is amazing.
0: I I think that's one positive thing. No matter what else has happened in the last thirty years of Raw and however many years of WWE, um, women's wrestling has come a real long way. Just yes. like Virginia Slims, <laughs> it really has. And so after uh, Bianca, I think, unsurprisingly, gets the win. Absolutely. Um, you know, she is start. She's starting to go in on Alexa, and when she was mm-hmm. saying. You can bring Uncle Howdy, you can bring, I wanted her to say, you can bring Uncle Howdy, you can bring Howdy Doody, <laughs> but she did not invoke Howdy Doody, and I was a little sad about that.
1: That'd have been incredible.
0: But then I realized she's too young to know who Howdy Doody I was going to say, is. that might be uh, way before her time.
1: That's before <laughs> our time. So.
0: And then, lo and behold, here's Alexa. And
1: Alexa's going to claw Bianca's face off. Yeah, that was a lot, right? (laughs) It
0: really was. It was really horribly violent. Did you think that the mirror spot was a little creepy? I did. I think, like,
1: there was something about it, like, she looked very cat-like. Yes. Like, the way her little hair was done and little bumps on her head and her makeup, like, she looked like a weird cat in the mirror, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure, it just, it lent itself very well to, like, Uncanny Valley
0: stuff. And it was like she's talking to Bianca, but then it's like she's talking to herself in the mirror and then But like then she's, she's not- just talking to us. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. I, I feel like this is going to better places than I thought it would. It's like maybe someone we know from graduate school is a writer. know and they're like, How many different levels can we get to? It's so meta. We're just gonna have to like call around and be like, Look, no judgment. If you have taken a lucrative job in Stanford, Connecticut, you need to say so right now. I have so many ideas that I know you want to hear. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> do, do you think they would let us apply for one writer's job and just like share it? No. That's a bummer. Only because of taxes. Oh, that's why well, I just thought you could pay the taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're more financially savvy than me. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Clearly not. If I'm trying to con you into paying my taxes. <laughs> and then we had a little bit of a change of pace. The Miz arrived. And as always, the Miz wants to be celebrated. The Miz wants to talk about how awesome he is. And he mm-hmm. has a claim here, right? He is the first ever Grand Slam champion. Yeah. He's done a lot
1: of stuff. I don't think he gets a lot of credit for because he's kind of a goof.
0: It's true. I I think we see the lovable impish Miz Mm -hmm. and we forget about the Miz who has legitimate in-ring success. Yeah. But uh, you know who didn't forget about the Miz? (laughs) K.O. K.O. never forgets. Uh, This was a beautiful moment, I think, in K.O. history.
1: I love that it's just like,
0: he's just like, whatever,
1: Miz, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm going to choose to interrupt this moment. It's so funny. <laughs> like, why does he it, like
0: why does he give a shit about Miz? It's so funny. He's like, this is the time, okay? I'm sorry. You have to die right now. It's not my choice. I but have I a promo to This cut. is the time. And I love that he was like, I am going to win the title or die trying. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. I know the stakes are really high, but please don't die. I really related to it because it's how I feel about a lot of things. Like... I'm going to complete this really basic work task or die trying. And like he's an icon for me now. When I have those feelings, I'm going to think of Kevin Owens. I really like that he was like, "I'm going to be a champ you can be proud of." Yeah, he is. It's like that's yeah. the faciest face thing anyone's ever said. It feels it feels like it's not very KO. Yeah, but with what's happening right now? It's super KO. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I really I love that. I really, really want him to win. I know we're going to talk
0: about this a little bit, but it's just like I am so club KO. I don't know if I've ever rooted for anything harder since Jeff Hardy faced the Undertaker for the heavyweight championship. Oh my god, that was a doomed cause. This isn't. Yeah, I agree. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> P B D And then we close the show with a saga that unlike all these other sagas I am so ready to conclude.
1: I have so many thoughts about this match. Well, oh my gosh, I, please tell me them all. Okay, so like it's the main event sure is of Raw 30. It's for a championship title. Mm-hmm. The U.S. championship that they've been hyping up for motherfucking months, saying how fucking important it is, what a big deal it is, how prestigious it is. But then, like, well over, I would say a half to three quarters of the match is in a picture-in-picture picture while ads play on the right-hand side of the screen. I was, like, I was flabbergasted.
0: I was a really- gog? What's really more important, this title or that calzone thing that Pizza Hut makes? It was so bizarre
1: to me. I'm just like, you guys are undermining everything you've done to this point so that you could have like an hour free without commercials at the beginning of the show so you could have stupid Hulk Hogan prance out so that you could have all these other like dinosaurs prance out who are real problematic
0: and then this big championship match, eh, it's fine. I am, um, you know, we have a pact that we're not going to talk about wrestling before we talk about wrestling. Right. And I broke that pact this morning specifically to bitch to you about Picture in Picture. Yeah. Like, this match, and it always seemed like when Bobby Lashley was murdering Austin Theory was when it was a little baby screen.
1: Yeah. then there That's was all like, I wanted to see. There was stuff that I really, really wanted to see, like, I think Bobby Lashley's kind of unique in a lot of the stuff he does Mm -hmm. for his size. And like, I want to see Austin Theory get beaten up, but like, I don't know. It just seems so strange. Like, oh, it's a championship match, but you're only really going to get to pay attention to like five minutes of it.
0: It's hard for me to comment on like the match itself, which I realize is my specialty or our specialty. But it's like, well, the five-inch screen I was allotted while being sold yeah. cleaning products made it kind of difficult. Well, and it's they also mute it, right? So that you
1: only yes. hear the
2: commercial.
0: So it's like,
1: it's impossible for a human being to be able to pay attention to both.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I don't know what they were trying to prove with this. Um, I don't think the outcome was really a surprise. I think... Uh, Brock Lesnar showing up was a surprise, like kind of a fun surprise. There was a woman in the crowd who was just absolutely so delighted to see him.
0: It made I don't know what day. that must be
1: like. She was so
2: excited.
0: <laughs> You're right. That's not a relatable emotion.
1: <laughs> <Not at laughs> I all. don't understand it either. Not at all. But like, I, it's just a weird like wrench to throw in it. Like a fuck yeah. you to Bobby Lashley. So Austin's going to win. I don't know. It was just. It just seemed like a weird exercise in futility, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess the thing is, like, Bobby Lashley is going to go off and feud with Brock Lesnar. Maybe we're setting this up for WrestleMania.
2: <gasps> okay.
0: But I've already seen that, and I was bored by it the first time, and it wasn't Bobby Lashley's fault. Okay, do you know what this makes me scared for? It now
1: scares me that motherfucking Austin Theory is going to win the Rumble.
0: Absolutely, no. No. That won't happen. I
1: know we're not at our predictions yet. I'm not predicting that. I'm scared that that could happen.
0: So I I know that the universe can feel indifferent, but I do not believe it is inherently cruel and as such I, I cannot how... accept Austin Theory winning the Rumble. I can't either. It's just no. I'd rather watch ever I'd rather watch the Rumble in picture in picture. I'd rather watch my life in in picture-in-picture. I'd rather Maximum Male Models won the Rumble. Yeah. Literally, you name a wrestler, I'd rather they won. I'd rather Doink the fucking Clown came back and won the Rumble. I'd rather the Gobbledygooker came back and won the Royal Rumble. I'd rather Hulk Hogan won the Royal Rumble. No
1: (laughs) Austin theory. Yeah. It's... Nope. Uh he still has his chest hair present by the way, just he as does. a chest hair update. I thought he'd waxed it, but he hasn't. No, he's committed. But his motherfucking beard needs to go. It is terrible and I hate it or goatee or whatever the fuck it is.
0: I was thinking about that like his his beard is scraggly. It's time to trim it up. You know, it's mm-hmm. fine. Trim it up. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Yeah, it looks awful like they were talking about austin theory's forever rain and i was like i feel that i feel like i'm in the middle of his forever rain Mm -hmm. i'm tired of his face i'm tired of his beard i'm tired of his chest
1: hair i would like austin theory to instead be in acid rain
0: (laughs) (laughs) support that so did you have any final thoughts you'd like to share on raw before we move ahead to what we've all been waiting for
1: no i'm just really excited that There's so much fun stuff happening on Raw and SmackDown, so I'm really looking forward to SmackDown this week. Absolutely looking forward to the Royal Rumble and the Raw that
0: follows it, for sure. So, we have some predictions for the Royal Rumble, as per usual. Uh However, we have also, per our previous agreement, (laughs) procured some Mountain Dew Pitch Black. (laughs) So excited about this, listeners! This is all she has talked about for a week. <laughs> and to be fair, this began with like we couldn't find it, we were panicking, we didn't know what we were going to do. Yeah, she found hers a couple days later. I got mine, such relief. And now here we are. I believe Jillian, you have Mountain Dew Pitch Black Zero, correct? And I have OG Mountain Dew, okay. Pitch Black, and we're gonna try it right now. Um. The bottle says that it is Mountain Dew Pitch Black with a blast, what the hell does this say? My eyes are terrible. Uh, a blast dark, dark, dark citrus, citrus punch. punch. Yeah. Flavor with other natural flavors. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't know that dark citrus punch was a natural flavor, but here we are. Well, there's a lot about the world we don't know. Where are the dark citrus punch trees? Where do they grow? <laughs> so I'm going to crack mine. Okay, I'm going to...
1: Mine's a can, so it's going to be... I'm going to get the full effect here. Here we go. Um, I really hope I like this, because I had to buy 12 back. <laughs> it smells like the worst oh. candle. Okay, this is what I thought it might be. It smells kind of like they took, like, high-C fruit punch yeah. and, like, carbonated it.
0: It's a really worrying color.
1: Oh, one thing I wanted to what, mention is like I th- I saw an ad it was a WWE TikTok with LA Knight talking about how Mountain Dew had brought back Pitch Black so apparently <gasps> that might be why we hadn't been able to find it so easily because it's kind of like they didn't they had it a long time ago or something and then ha- haven't had it and now it's
0: back for this I don't okay. know well I guess uh, Pitch Black let me talk to you you ready? I'm ready
1: one, Let's two, three. This. Okay. Mm. It,
0: it's <laughs> unpleasant.
1: <laughs> oh. It does not taste like high C carbonated.
0: It tastes like bathroom cleaner. Ooh, like, you know that, um, that.
1: That weird air freshener that your grandmother had in her bathroom. It was like a cone yes. shape and it had gel inside and you'd open it up. That's what it reminds me of.
0: Yes, if you breathe too close to it and you got a mouthful. Like if you bit it and chewed on it. It tastes like something you could clean tile with.
1: I half expected, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but like I half expected Mountain Dew flavors to just all be Mountain Dew and then they add a flavor to the Mountain Dew. Yeah, but, like but I Mountain don't Dew detect Plus. any notes of Mountain Dew in this.
0: <laughs> no, and at first I thought I did. I was like, oh, it's just Mountain Dew. I was like, oh, no, it's really not
1: Mountain Dew. It's oh, not wow. the worst thing I've ever had to drink. It's not It's not terrible, but
0: I don't know. It's weird. I have a 12-pack of it to drink, so. I. You know, I think part of it is because of the way it looks. I keep thinking it's grape, but it's not grape. It has a grape undertone. It though. has a grapey. It tastes purple. It do- it does taste purple. I knew it. There's like
1: this purple cleaning solution that my <laughs> my mom uses. I don't remember what it's called. It's like something you can get at Dollar General, and it has that. That's what it feels like. It's like remember the old Sunny Sunny D commercial. It was like something purple stuff. Sunny D. It's yes. this is the purple stuff.
2: Yep.
0: So. I don't want to say witness God's mistake, but it's not delicious. I don't think I'll be seeking this out in the long term. Do you think you'll finish the 12 pack?
1: Yeah. It's brave of you. I don't waste stuff. That. I don't like to waste stuff. No, 12 I mean, pack of this That's... was $8. Ah! So, like, I'm going to drink the $8 worth.
0: We bought four because my husband was like, I want one. And then he was like, no, I actually want two. (laughs) And then I was like, well, I should have two. So now he's got three and I hope he really enjoys them. So maybe I'm not giving this enough credit, but it seems like a really complex flavor profile because now I'm getting notes of bubblegum. I definitely think there is a uh, rich, smoky undertone Mm -hmm. of the inside of some sort of industrial machine. Mm hmm. With notes of that smell that hangs in the air after a janitor cleans up middle school puke.
2: Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this stuff is so weird. It defies yeah. description.
0: It really like that's the thing. It doesn't taste like anything except itself. Yeah. I keep and drinking it even think- though I
1: don't like it. <laughs> 'Cause I keep chasing it to try to figure out like what yes. it tastes
0: like. I want to know I want to understand it in the way that Bray Wyatt wants to understand himself. It's not as bad as Crystal Pepsi. Do you remember Crystal Pepsi? I loved Crystal Pepsi. Oh God. I thought it was so good.
1: I hated it so much. <laughs> well, I think that says a lot about our taste
0: test. I guess it does. I, I guess it does.
1: Different strokes.
0: Our- are you ready to uh, make some predictions? I am so ready. Let's do this. All right. So I am just going with the order of matches that I found on, I don't even remember which website, okay. but I do know I have all five matches here. So it seems appropriate. The first match on my list is the pitch black match. What do you I, think? I choose Bray.
1: You um, choose Bray. Okay. I feel like, I don't know. I mean... It would be weird if he didn't win. Mhm. Given that like Uncle Howdy could probably interfere and help, given that right. LA Knight is too cocky. I just feel like it's it's obviously Bray and maybe that's my downfall.
0: No, that's that's how I feel too. Like this is not I feel like there's no way LA Knight is winning this match. No. I would be shocked. Well, because he also
1: doesn't, I think he's supposed to be a face. I don't know. But he hasn't
0: resorted to any, like, shenanigans. So I don't I don't think he's the face in this situation. I think Bray is our face. And I I guess it's, like, so much his environment, right? Like, it's a yeah. wacky match with a wacky soda-themed <laughs> <laughs> stipulation. ah. <laughs> <sighs> I think they should both have to pound like a two liter of bitch black and oh, then God. fight. So their tummies are weird. They got to pee. They're feeling kind of gassy. That's the challenge.
1: I just got another undertone of like
0: grapefruit
1: because it's kind of a dry soda. Mm. That's that's the dark citrus. It has a dryness to it like like a um, squirt
0: has or something like that. Like a nice Chardonnay. Yeah. Like a Kendall Jackson. It, it pairs nicely with salmon. <laughs> oh, And you can use it as a marinade. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Pour it over your pork roast and put it in
0: the slow cooker. And then put everything in the garbage because that's (laughs) where you belong to. (laughs) (laughs) So, following our pitch black match, next up on my list is the Raw Women's Championship. uh, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. So, I...
1: I chose Bianca because I I cannot imagine Alexa winning, but like obviously she can win. I just feel like this isn't the time for
0: Bianca to lose the title. That is how I feel, too. I feel like Bianca is going to WrestleMania with this title. Yeah. And we talked about this previously, but I don't think Alexa Bliss wins this match by winning. I think Alexa Bliss's win here is going to be cementing what is ever happening with her character.
1: Yeah, cuz I think whatever's happening is too new for her to suddenly be like,
0: "I'm now the champion."
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: We're so, so far we're on sync. the same page. So in sync. So, up next, we have the women's Royal Rumble match. Um we don't have all the detail. I mean, we won't have all the details about either match. There's always surprises in a Royal Rumble match. But the women who we do know will be competing are Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, and Emma.
1: And 23 Canes. As always. <laughs> um, so I have... It's hard to choose this one just because, like, there's so many. We don't know who's going to be in it. Um, My -hmm. choice might shift, I guess, depending on the night, like, once I see who's out. But um, I know Becky hasn't declared for it, and she might be injured, but I kind of picked her just because she's finally back, and, like, they want to give her some momentum. But my current, like,
0: dream pick would be Rhea Ripley you know that so Rhea is my Mm -hmm. for real pick Um, it makes sense to me she's been so dominant she's like chewing on the scenery of her own gender division you know like she's ready to fight everybody so she feels like a natural winner I'm hoping that if she doesn't win
1: that they give her an intergender match at
0: Wrestlemania how fucking mind-blowing would that be Do you know what else might be cool? Let's say she gets eliminated from the Women's Royal Rumble. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) the Men's Royal Rumble is the very next match. Oh my god! Now I do not see Rhea Ripley winning the Men's Royal Rumble, much to my disappointment. Okay, okay, okay.
1: She She can tear it up. Gets into the Men's Royal Rumble and eliminates Austin Theory.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! And that's how we know she is an instrument of God. Ultimate dream come true. I
1: would love that
0: so much. Yeah, that'd be pretty great.
1: (sighs) Is Dom in the Rumble? She accidentally eliminates Dom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so sad. So he's not on the list that I I have in front of me. And that list does come from Mm. WWE.com, so it should be current. He's not on there. So... Are there any surprise entries in the women's Royal Rumble match that you're hoping to see? Any comebacks? Any legends? I always love to see Beth Phoenix. I always yeah.
1: love when they trot out uh, Mickey James. Um, I would love to see Naomi.
0: Oh yeah, but that would I would
2: be nice.
1: The thing with Naomi is like I feel like they do bring her out once in a while, and then that's it. It's like no, but bring her back. Bring yeah. her back for real. She's so springy. Let (laughs) us enjoy her. She's She's great. Um, But other than that, I can't think of any like holy shit ones off the top of my head.
0: So if I have to see Rhea eliminated, I would love to see Beth Phoenix eliminate her. Those
1: two would just like
0: create earthquakes of awesome in the ring together. Just because of how Beth was taken out the last time we saw her. Like I could be okay with Beth getting her vengeance. That would be really good. But I don't I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well maybe Beth can almost eliminate her.
1: And then I don't know. I there's so many possibilities. I
0: love the rumble so much. It's so exciting. So then we have the men's royal rumble. Now we have a much more robust list of competitors, far fewer canes canes. in this one. Far fewer. We've got uh, Cody Rhodes, Kofi Kingston, Ricochet, Bobby Lashley, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Austin Theory, Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Seamus, Omos, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, Santos Escobar, Rey Mysterio, and Karrion Cross. And 15 canes. And
1: I was counting on my 15. fingers. <laughs> you did a great job. Um, Okay. So, I my original choice was Seth Rollins. They've extracted mm-hmm. him from the U.S. championship picture for now for bigger and better things. I've been hoping for a Seth Rollins-Roman Reigns showdown. I think that would be amazing. However, then I remembered that yes. Cody's coming back. So, I could absolutely see them being like, well, Cody's back, of course he's going to win. But I'm hoping Seth Rollins wins.
0: So I feel like if nothing else, there's going to be a big showdown between Seth and Ooh, Cody.
1: In, yeah, well,
0: yeah. They've got some they unfinished do. business. They had that great match, but then you know it couldn't go on; right. it couldn't continue. So, so Cody is my logical mm-hmm. pick to win. But you know, I would love to see sort of an underdog rise up for the mid card. Mm-hmm and win the rumble that's always my dream i yes. would love to see a ricochet or a drew mcintyre so this. great
1: I, I i didn't choose them because of the prop improbability of it but i totally agree mm-hmm. like if ricochet won i would just like run around my house screaming that would be so
0: cool so yeah for me it's like my brain says cody Rhodes, but my heart says somebody like ricochet I or drew that. i went with the safe practical you choice. Know, my brain and my heart my brain and my heart don't talk often, so... It's, yeah, that would you know, uh, that would just be so cool. It would just be a great moment, like, where you kind of, like... I love those moments where you almost get swept up in wrestling. Like, wrestling is real yes. to you in those moments, you know? And the Rumble is so great for moments like that. More than WrestleMania, I think. Do you think that
1: uh, Lacey Evans is going to show up for the Women's Rumble? Because... They keep yes,
0: putting out her stupid packages. I think she's going to show up, and I hope someone screams in her face: "Science is real!" and then shoves she her out of the ring. Win. I can't. I will give up that. all hope. Uh, would you rather that Lacey Evans won the women's rumble or Austin Theory won, Austin the, men's Theory men's rumble? won the men's rumble? You have to pick one. Yeah, yeah. I think I would too. I, I think I would too. He's just, like, annoying and offensive as a
1: character. She's offensive as a human being. Is there anyone else in the men's rumble, like, aside from Austin Theory, if they won, that you'd want to just, like, burn it all down? (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: Seth Rollins-style, burn it down. Um, So I don't know if I'd want to burn it all down, but I don't want to see Braun Strowman win. I know he's won one before, and I'm kind of enjoying him for what he's doing right now. But ultimately, I find him boring. and I have no desire to okay. see more of him. I think I'd also be disappointed if Ray Mysterio won just because I like Ray, but I also find him a little boring at this point. I remember getting really tired of what about Rey you
1: back when you and I were watching wrestling, yeah. like two thousand nine somewhere around there, like yeah. i I've always liked Ray, but it was just like it felt like a lot of the same. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm always happy to watch him, but yeah, I don't think I'd love it. I think I'd be like really upset if, um, Baron Corbin wins just because I find him really boring. Yeah. Uh, So I, that would be upsetting. I don't think that'll happen. I hope that doesn't happen. Yikes.
0: Well, I mean, I think we decided that Ricochet is going to win. So, you know, no big deal. I
1: accept Ricochet. I accept Seth. I accept Cody. Drew. I don't want Bobby Lashley
0: to win it. I don't really either. I don't really want Sheamus to win it, and I like Sheamus. I just I'd I don't want that for for him for right I'm always happy for Kofi. Yes, we always we will support Kofi. Kofi Kingston on this show. I'm just Bless. really excited for it. I'm just like so excited for it. As much as I talk a big game, it doesn't matter who wins unless it's Austin Theory. I will I enjoy this match. Will too. I'm always excited for the surprise entrances I love
1: the hijinks I love just like the chaos of it all I'm I cannot wait for
0: Saturday is there a surprise entry you'd like to see in the men's? Jeff Hardy (laughs) (laughs) always the dream
1: I feel like that Mm -hmm. could happen I mean if Edge and Beth came back
0: absolutely Edge
1: uh, could happen Yeah, always want to see Randy Um, um I was thinking, like, because they sometimes will bring back, like, a crotchety old timer to get in the ring. I think it'd be fun if HBK was in
2: it for a hot minute. It would be fun. I agree. What about you?
0: I would love to see Big E make his You know,
1: I... I don't know if it's time. He's been doing... To speak meta, I guess. He's been doing a lot of stuff with New Day. They were in Australia. So around. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he showed up for the rumble because, like, I I know I heard that he might not wrestle ever again because the severity of the injury. And, of course, like, it's
0: oh, I well, I that. heard that
1: he might I choose guess. not to. No, I don't think that he not that he couldn't. But, yeah. like, you break your neck and that's probably pretty scary, although Edge seems to be like, it's cool-y. um, I don't think I could do it. No shame. I don't. Yeah. Can. 100%. I think I would be not into it. But, like, I feel like the Rumble is kind of a safe space to come back because, like, I feel like people don't do too many insane things where, like, Big E might be put in a really dangerous position again.
0: And I guess I would also be happy if Big E ran in to assist one of his buddies. Didn't actually enter, just, like, showed up. Threw some pancakes at people and then, like, ran out. That'd be amazing. I, I just love Big E. Handed out some bootios and then made himself scarce. <laughs> He's so cute. He really is. So that leaves us with just one contest for the Royal Rumble. Of course, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and our guy, KO. I had a side question really quickly that I meant to ask earlier. Do you mind if I
1: ask now? Yeah. So I know that. Like, so Roman has both belts, right? He has the Raw and the SmackDown Championship belt. Do they ever have it be where, um, like, I feel like the match that's happening between these two, if KO wins, he wins both belts, right? Do they ever break that up where it's like, oh, Roman, you have the SmackDown and the Raw belt, but tonight you're
0: just defending the SmackDown Championship? I bet you we're going to see stuff like that coming. Because the Usos are now defending SmackDown belts on SmackDown, okay, Raw belts, okay, on Raw. So I bet you we are coming okay. to a time where we're going to see because I don't remember that, that
1: from before. And I think that would be kind of interesting because
0: it seems kind of like oh, you've won both these belts now.
1: They just like can never be broken up. Like it just seems weird. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'd I choose agree.
0: KO to win. With all my heart, I yes, also
1: choose to. I am KO willing win. it
0: with all of the energy I have in the universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am making a vision board. I am manifesting my ass. I off. am not going to try to predict how KO wins. Like, I can
1: imagine some scenario where mm-hmm. Sammy somehow helps. Like, I can imagine all kinds of fun scenarios, but
0: absolutely, I want KO to win. I predict he's going to win in the library with a lead pipe Okay, I was thinking the conservatory
1: Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. (laughs) alright
0: I'm just like so
1: excited for this match
0: yes I'm so much more psyched than I think I would be under like with anyone else
1: I'm really feeling like I'm really feeling wrestling the past few weeks and I'm really excited for the pay-per-view and I hope that nothing bad happens and that I'm horribly disappointed I would be sad
0: yeah, I feel mm-hmm. very oozy right now. And I want to keep mm-hmm. feeling oozy. So, mm-hmm. Dad, mm-hmm. in my letter this week, I will be explaining that Ooh. feeling to you and what you can do to help me keep it. Yeah. Detailed it's instructions. not by taking Omas. No. Um, Omas can lead to headache, sinus congestion, bone loss, and deafness. Bone
1: Your literal femurs fall. Wholesale bone loss. Yes. So yeah i I feel like these. I feel like every match is just a banger for the pay per view, which is great because I think for a long time Mm -hmm. that wasn't always the case. But like they've done a really good job recently over the last pay per views of really like stacking the card in a spectacular way
0: yep I agree this is a really beautiful example of banger after banger after banger there better be some video packages and weird commercials because I'm going to need Absolutely. to hmm absolutely and it makes snacks and oh this one's in the evening I was th- there's
1: another one I feel like the next pay-per-view they're having in England or something Money in the, bank's Money in in the bank in England okay I was because th- that one's going to be on at noon
0: I'm sure What if Austin Theory wins Money in the Bank again and we have to start this long national nightmare all over?
1: There's two options there, right? Like, there's so many chances for him to still be around. And I don't like any of them. Here's
0: an option. I can just stop watching wrestling. but like, (laughs) it's fun again. You know what? He can't drive me away.
1: He doesn't have that kind of power over me. As long as dad doesn't give the reins over to Vince... I feel like Austin might not get that big of a push.
0: Let's say a little prayer to whoever's listening. Yeah, seriously. Even if it's Satan.
1: I don't care. Whoever can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so those I think are our predictions anything else that you want to sneak in before we adjourn before this the greatest pay-per-view experience no of all I'm time? just I'm ready
1: for it to be Saturday
0: oh me too me too so I think on this note of extreme usiness and excitement we're gonna say thank you for joining us once again for wrestling is for girls you can find all of our episodes on our website. That's wrestlingisforgirls.com. You can also listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you prefer. And you can always let us know what you think. Uh, tell us you love the show. Tell us that you think Mountain Dew Pitch Black tastes like nectar from the gods by tweeting us at WIF Girls Pod on Twitter. So. Have a beautiful week and let's get ready to rumble.